Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Hi everyone and welcome to Presently Aquí with Claudia. I know I've been away for a while, but I was brought back to life by a beautiful human being that contacted me and said, I want to be on your podcast. And I thought, it's time. And so I have the beautiful Anna Jones with us. And Anna is an everything love coach who guides and encourages men and women to set them their most unapologetic selves as they learn to love themselves fully and completely. There is no good, bad, or ugly. There is only you. And she's a huge mental health advocate and promotes the idea that we do not have a struggle story in order to have a success story. We are worthy of what we desire simply because we exist. That's, those are just beautiful words. And as my listeners know, that is complete in alignment of what this podcast is about. Well, welcome, Anna. Hi, beautiful. Hi, Claudia. Thank you so much. How are you? I am great. I'm so happy to be back on. Um, and thank you for, you know, re-inspiring me. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing doing that, but I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to have helped reignite the the podcast momentum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely did. I have been in a, a bit of hiatus. Um, but for the listeners, when they hear this, they won't notice because there will be other podcasts before this one. But I have been in hiatus. Um, but thank you for bringing me back, and I'm really excited for today's conversation and gratitude as well for reaching out. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very very excited to be here. So, you know, let's let's get this let's get this party started. Yeah, definitely. Um, and usually, you know, I, I like to say a little bit about you, but that's what this whole podcast is. It's about you. <laughs> so, um, we're definitely gonna dive into all of that. And so, I'm really excited to hear about your story and um, you know where you what led you to be who you are today. So, this is gonna be really exciting and. I'm, I can't wait to start. Um, so, um, for this, what I've devised this time around, and I've spoken to Anna about this, is that what I've decided with the three questions that I always ask my my guests, I've realized that it's like a butterfly, right? We start as a, cal- a caterpillar, then we go into a cocoon phase, and then we become this, become this beautiful butterfly. Um, and just what is the process of that as a human? right? So my first question would be, what were the most difficult challenges you faced through the, your path to self-discovery? You know, I think that there were, there are, and there will be many, many challenges. And I mean, the the one that there have, there have been so, so many, I, I think that a lot of people that are on the outside that haven't really decided to step into the journey of life and and it's you know and what i mean by this is like when you choose to stop being a bystander and start being an active participant in your life there's a shift that has that has to happen so i i think that for me the biggest thing was i had to really make a decision to stop seeing myself as a victim that was that is definitely the first thing that comes up for me because I I think 
and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm from Mexico. I know my, my first and last name don't really tell you much about that, but <laughs> I was born and raised in Mexico. I consider myself and I was, I, the Mexican culture is just very victim oriented. Yes. We are, we are constantly being bombarded with so much media that tells us that we are victims, that we are helpless, that mm. we're hopeless. And the, the poorer you are, then the 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 more God loves you, right? right. I was also raised Catholic, so mm-hmm. there's all this like guilt and shame, and you know, like it's my fault, and so all all of these things that are were deeply ingrained in me yeah. that there was not a lot of empowerment mm-hmm. promoted right. in in uh, in overall in my upbringing, right. and you know, my mom was. 22 when she had me. Mm. like what what do 22 year olds know about right right absolutely <laughs> so, no, no offense to those 22 out there that are the far and few in between <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but i mean i i think i can go look back and be like yeah i knew nothing when right. i was when i was 22 sure. and not that i have all the answers right. now but it's it's so much different mm-hmm. so i think that 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 I'll definitely go with that one as my number one. Just make the choice of I want to I want to be an active right. participant of my life. I actually want to want to want to direct it instead of mm-hmm. just be on the be on the and side. Be a, an extra in your own movie. You want to be the director of your own movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Amazing. Exactly. And this is a, something that just came to me because. A lot of people don't know what victim mentality is, right? Because this is something that you've just uh, are a part of, right? When was it that you realized that that was um, a program mentality that you had that you wanted to unhinge yourself and remove yourself and become that director of your uh, own life? I I think that the whole well well first of all I'm I want to give an example of what being a victim is right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so just just in case the listeners yes. are like, what is what does that even mean right because victim in and of itself can be such a triggering word yes but then especially in the u.s mm-hmm. it's commonly used right the victims of hurricane, right. the victims of war the victims of people right. like all these things and so I, I i think it's it's a lot of people don't really see it as something that isn't helpful um but but the the way we use words and the words that we use it's it's just very powerful right. they have they have a lot of they carry a lot of meaning and they carry a lot of charge and depending on the charge it's how we how we receive it right. how we begin to become these people and over identify with certain words mm-hmm. so i'll give you an example of victim mentality if i am having a conversation with you, Claudia, and I say something that hurt your feelings. And you come to me and you're like, Anna, that really hurt my feelings. Like what you said really hurt my feelings. And so this is gaslighting and victim mentality. And then I respond to you, I, Claudia, like, I'm always the bad person. Why, why me? Like, why are you telling me this? You're making me feel bad. I never said it with a bad intention. And then instead of me honoring and taking responsibility that the words that I said hurt you or made you feel a certain way, 
instead of doing that, yes. I am making it all about me. Yes. I am not even receiving what yes. you have to say to me. I am completely discarding you. And, and, and I mean, just in this example, there's so much mm -hmm. that we can go into. We could have a whole conversation about this, just one example. Right. A lot of times we, we want to express the people that don't have the capacity to hold yes. space for what we have to mm -hmm. give them. So um, it requires responsibility on both ends, I believe. So that's why I, I, mm -hmm. I love the word or the phrase emotional responsibility, because this means that I get to take care of my emotions and you get to take care of, of your emotions. But yes. because we love each other so much, we are willing to have a conversation, an open conversation about mm -hmm. how you made me feel and how I right. made you feel. And we yes. can share these perspectives. We can share yes. how two different people that are in the same conversation are having yeah. two completely different experiences. Yes. And that is an example of what where where there's no room for victim mentality. So right. that right. is that is the the, the definition. Absolutely. That is the definition. I appreciate you, you for doing that. No, what I will say, so, right, having that mentality, right, of that victim right now that we described in, which you beautifully did, it, it was perfect, 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 because it, you know, it, and, and you're right about that example, we can go so deep in just that example alone, right, but I really love the emotional responsibility part, it's so important, then it takes away all these other trigger words, emotional responsibility brings it back into the two people to be seen, to be heard, right? And having a beautiful communicative conversation. But then that, that's why I asked because it does require for the awareness to be there, right? It does require for you to be aware that you are, are acting as a victim or you're acting as a gaslighting, um, narcissistic person not listening, right? So it's like, uh, it's all this. And what I, I loved it because the awareness is what's the most important part, right? And and when you have a friendship that you truly love and it matters to you, it's really important to validate the other person's feelings, response um, to what whatever the conversation may be, right? To whatever, however it is that you might have hurt them or not hurt them, or even their successes, you know, to be there for them while they're going through their great great moments in life and worst moments in life. And so I appreciate you bringing that because the awareness is really important because we can say this, but if the person doesn't have the awareness of what is verbally being said and how they're displaying it or even projecting it right onto the other person, that it, that will definitely spark uh, some argument, some gaslighting and on, right? So the question was, when did you... When did you realize that that mentality, that's where you were coming from and realize like, wait, I don't, I don't want to respond this way. I don't want to perceive myself as this way. I think this happens to me. I think this still happens to me. I think that there are moments, I mean, I think that our, our programming is so mm -hmm. deep. Mm -hmm. I think that there are just layers mm -hmm. and layers and layers of victimhood mm -hmm. that I don't know if it'll ever mm -hmm. end. I don't know if I'll ever not be a victim okay. ever because I think that that is mm -hmm. that's the first mm -hmm. layer mm -hmm. you know whenever shock, something that really shocking happens 
that's the first layer. I'm like, you know, if somebody did something quote unquote horrible to me, I would be like, how could, that's the first thought. How could they do this to me? You know, I was there for them. I gave them my love. Mm -hmm. I gave them my time. I gave them my energy. That's where I begin to realize like these were all of the expectations I was attaching Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. giving my time, energy, everything to this person. So I think that we underestimate how complex we are and how how complex life Mm -hmm. is because you know, I'll give you an example. When someone cheats, it's not as simple as like, they're just a bad person. They're just an right. asshole. Yeah. It's not, it's not just, like, right. I really, I, I wish it were just as simple as that, but it's really not. There's so much to it. Mm-hmm. And there's so much underneath that. That is just the surface. So we don't really take the time to understand people. You think that everyone should act, feel, and think the same way we do. And if Mm -hmm. they don't, Mm -hmm. they're idiots. They don't know any better. Mm -hmm. And what the hell are they doing? Right. Right. Which we've all been there. We've all thought these things, for sure. Right? Oh, yeah. And this is where where empathy kicks in, right? This is where you're able to practice empathy when you see those thoughts come in. And thinking like, oh, oh, these people, oh, right? It's not, it, well, because we do, you know, we see the world as we are, right? So we want everyone to act the way, but at the same time, as you're, you're taking away everyone's uniqueness, right? Because that's what makes this beautiful, complex place so intriguing and wonderful to be in and grow and learn and fall and just be human, right? And if everyone were like us, (laughs) yeah, and if everyone were like us, then there would be nothing to learn from anyone. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't really be learning. We would just be constantly, you know, uh, just dealing with ourselves, which in a way, if you bring in the mirror concept, you are always dealing with yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are always dealing with these little parts that that you haven't really accepted or loved. And that's why there's so much resistance yes. to accepting others because we don't really accept that in ourselves. Yes. So how can we accept something in others that we haven't accepted in ourselves? So it's tricky. It is tricky. It's tricky. And, and, it, and life. <laughs> it is tricky. It is. And, tricky. and life is much fun. It is. It is. It's, yeah. But it is. It's deep. It's very, very deep. But we're just scratching the surface on these little things. And it's great practice for everyone listening to to pay attention how you do react when someone triggers you and and see what is it about that trigger? What is it? It's you don't want to take it as, you know, the blame game of like, oh, that person is right, stupid or that person doesn't know or that person, that person. But that person is you at the same time. Yeah. They're all little pieces of us. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay if you want to think it, just observe that thought, right? Because the, a lot of times these thoughts just come as a reaction to the programming that we have, like, yes. what an idiot. Oh, right. blah, blah, blah. But then you, instead of interacting and choosing to really 
believe that thought and and being like oh yeah this is the truth this person is an idiot being like that's interesting that Mm -hmm. i'm judging this person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes because they think yes definitely i it's so big it's so big because you're judging the person because they don't match an expectation or you know the way you believe or the way you perceive and instead of just being receptive and open and it's kind of like um you know how we watch some of these youtube videos uh, or these people trying to do astrology and they say take what take what's yours and leave the rest and i think that's true to all conversations right take what's yours and leave what's not and and also leave it just just leave it don't judge it don't gossip about it don't it wasn't for you then it wasn't for you and it allows less drama and allows less stress and worry and anxiety if you are so wrapped up into these things and not being receptive and open and just seeing it for what it is versus what you want it to so thank you yeah absolutely I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing too, since we're adding to, you know, you asking me like, what was the choice that I made? I think also I, I, I chose to put my energy in Mm -hmm. different Mm -hmm. places, in different emotions. So instead of, if if I got angry, instead of pouring all of my energy into the anger, I just be like, Oh, I'm really pissed. And I would transmute the anger right. and just be like, okay, what, what is, what is it behind this anger? Right. What is it that I'm really feeling? Because, yes. anger, because, because emotions are, are messengers. Yes. They are messengers. Yes. And I would just ask myself, what am I, what am I really feeling? What is underneath this anger? And underneath the anger mm-hmm. can be frustration, impotence, fear of not having control. Yeah. Or, you know, fear, fear, a lot of times that's just it. Like, I don't fucking have control over this. And if I had it, everything would be better. So it's that illusion of of if I did it, everything would be better. So um, I really do think that that it's, it's, if we poured our energy into emotions, circumstances, people that fed our soul, Mm -hmm. I think that our lives would be so much yes. different because we could get so caught up in like, this person did this. Yes. Did you see what she did? Did yes. you see what he said? It was yes. like, whatever, right. whatever. Right. Like, I'm like, how long are you going to spend? Yes. How, how much time are you going to be stuck in that right. loop of like judging someone because they're, they're doing the best that they can with what they've got. Who, right right exactly and it's it's sad because that is part of the media programming right to you know the reality tv and all this drama and this gossip oh my god oh my you know and to to see that as important as well so you disconnect and not have that so much infiltrated into your life obviously if this is a path you want to take and disconnect and learn more about your soul and not so much about the external aspects of your life which are people, TV, anything, anything outside of you. It's just having that, that um, giving yourself, I should say, giving yourself that opportunity to know who you are, right? And that's a big step. That's why my question is always that, like, what, what brought you back home, right? What, what, what brought you back home, basically? What made you turn inward? What, what, 
what is it that sparked and you just said, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore because I want to know me and where this leads. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think for me, I've just I've never I've never liked anyone telling me what to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm naturally rebellious. Even you know when I see a sign and it says "Don't touch here," I'll be like, "Yes." You know, that that's just like the the playful, <laughs> the playful kid in me. But in in all honesty, I'm just a very curious person, and also I just don't, I just I just don't agree with a lot of things that society tells us to do, and. When you tell me that I am doomed mm-hmm. to have a certain life, that just why with me? You know, okay. I'm I'm 36 years old. I am not married. I don't have kids, and I just don't buy into this bullshit mm-hmm. that if I'm not married right. and I don't have kids, I can't have a full, a beautiful, fulfilling, magical life, and that I can't get married and have kids mm-hmm. whenever the fuck I want to. You know. Uh, if I can't curse, yes, absolutely, because my language is very no, <laughs> it's 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 fine because it doesn't happen often. So I I don't have I don't have regulation on it because it does it's too late, but it does slip up and I'm okay with it because there are kids that listen to it, but um, there's not enough for me to like mm, go crazy and like make my guests don't do it because everyone's very respectful and then when we become passionate. That's when it comes out, and I'm I'm okay with that because then you're being authentic, right? If I restrict you, then I, there's my podcast has no purpose. So, um, but yes, I'm like you. I'm just like you, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So so yeah, I I really do think that that is just I'm I'm naturally very defiant of rules, mm-hmm. and yeah. whenever something just doesn't sit with me, you know, whenever. Um, I hear of someone saying, yeah, the doctor says this person has two weeks or whatever. I'm like, why would you believe them? Why would you believe someone else outside of you to tell you how long you have to live? Like that makes absolute, like that doesn't make any sense to me. That is absolute nonsense to me that you Mm -hmm. hand over your power of your life, of your existence to someone else. I'm like, what yes. we have that is that is a clear example of brainwash of programming yes that is programmed. Yes. you're like yes. a robot like oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna believe that so right so yeah I'm not gonna get too much into that because that's a conversation I actually had today with someone but but yes I I, I do believe that we, mm-hmm. we truly are the creators of our own reality and Absolutely. we need to start finding out what lights us up what gets right. us excited Right. What we want what we don't want, what we're what we want to allow, and what we don't want to allow anymore. Agreed. Yes, absolutely. And and a lot of people that are programmed that way, like my father is in the hospital; he has cancer, and I I I let him have it too in a in a loving way. That you are in charge. If you don't want to leave yet, then you don't leave yet. You know that's really your life. No one gets to say when it's time to go or when it's not. It is your decision. And, you know, we have this false illusion that death comes and no one has, uh, uh, you know, obviously when there's a freak accident and it just happens, then that you you fulfilled a contract that you came here for. But 
otherwise outside of that it is really your choice it is your choice because i think i've said this in a lot of my podcasts with a, a lot of these amazing guests where you are you are that divine being that divine light where you are able you have everything you need you are equipped with it all and that's why going within is so important so you understand who you are what your power is and how to use it right so then that way you when you are feeling ill and you have that beautiful relationship with your body you know when you're you're craving let's say uh some type of fruit or vegetable you might be missing those vitamins as you start building this and you'll know before the doctor even tells you especially in this medical uh field of it's just not holistic and in whole right for your own being like where are you not vibrating correctly and in your body's holding it you know the resentment the anger or, or whatever may have you you know illness is illness of the soul the body demonstrates that so um thank you for bringing that up because it is important and i like to reinforce that in in this podcast because a lot of people think that it's a belief oh no but that's your belief and it's not a belief when it's a truth that's the thing about truth seekers that people don't understand we are out to seek and understand our own truth not believe and see and, and gather information externally and make up a story we believe in it and it is so no it's seeking who you truly are where we came from why are we this way why is there a soul in a physical body there's a heart there's a you know how does it work for me and why is it that way um and then you'll discover those truths and they become now a part of you and then you don't have to embody beliefs you embody truth because you just become it and that's it and so i appreciate you so much for bringing that up because it's 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 something that it needs to be keep nailed at because people want to hold on to their beliefs and i do understand we all do we all grew up in that you know being latina you know i was also raised catholic colombiana and you know you're taught like hey you externalize everything your god is outside you know your everything's outside your doctors outside everybody's outside externalize 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 and that's obviously to divide us from ourselves from the true power of life So that just so came out of me when inspired by you. <laughs> yeah, and and I think you're absolutely right because you cannot manipulate and control a strong mind. Mm-mm. But you can control and manipulate weak minds. Yes. And I think that that's that's where a lot of us still are. We just we will believe anything mm-hmm. that anyone tells us. Absolutely. Because we are still we are still running on that very primal our brain is still very much wired it way way back like i'm talking about like caveman style mm-hmm. right where if you were not like the tribe or if your tribe didn't find you useful they would pack up all their stuff in the middle of the night move and you'd be left behind right. you know because it it truly was the survival of the fittest and till nowadays it's survival of the fittest but in other right. ways so i think that our brain still don't differentiate writing a poem mm-hmm. versus you know speaking up and saying something that bothers right. you to the person that loves you because they will abandon mm-hmm. me they will mm-hmm. leave me and what will I, I will not survive yes. because i cannot survive on right. my own 
because there's a, we, we, that's why we have to be so gentle and so compassionate with ourselves because we are, we are equipped with a very ancient machine and every day we're, we're, we're upgrading it, but yes. the upgrades are not that quick sometimes. They, they take a while, mm-hmm. especially if you're just yes. starting out. So I that's really important right. to know, you know, patience. It, it really is, should be the number one virtue. I would say yeah. must be the number one mm-hmm. virtue and number one, just, just um, I guess, verb, noun, adjective, whatever, all right. of it, that we, we must embody if we're going into, mm-hmm. into this journey of, yeah. of personal development. My yeah, definitely. And I like the upgrade um, because it brought a computer. Think of a computer. You just got it. You upgraded your first time, and a year from now you're gonna need different upgrades, but they're not gonna—they ex- don't exist yet. They don't exist yet. So how can you ask for something that doesn't exist yet? You can't force the unknown to give you something that isn't there yet because it—it it is a whole beautiful co-creational evolutionary spiritual evolution as you start your journey. You know, get your first upgrade, two upgrades, and. As you get deeper in the journey, the upgrades get bigger and you might find yourself napping more or to integrate them or meditating more. Um, but I, I like that because it is the computer is a great example. If you get something new a year from now, the upgrade won't exist until, you know, the IT people work at it and figure out the bugs and the fixes and what could be better, right? It has It's all a process. So patience is something that I had to learn really hard. It was one of the virtues I really wanted, but I couldn't attain because I had that. I wanted control. I wanted to be now. I want an answer now. At least like, let, let the situation happen now, but can I have an answer? And then once you start relinquishing that and you settle into the uncomfortability and the unknown that is life and yourself because it makes it so beautiful, then you're able to really co-create and learn about yourself deeply a lot more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. So, okay. Fantastic. So I wanted to go on to the next in your path of becoming this beautiful butterfly. What were some of the gifts or gems that you picked up along the way from either yourself or people around you or gurus that you might've followed that helped you as you went on into your path, as you're kind of cocooning and developing this new sense of self. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I have <laughs> so, so many things, so many things. I mean, for, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say think, you know, name it. I've done it because that would mean I have done everything. And I don't think I've done everything. Um, mm. I have, I have really delved, it, it, it has been a journey. When I'm telling you it's been a journey, it has been a fucking journey because I, the, yeah. there have been many, many teachers along the way. I mean, I started mm-hmm. with like, probably some of you that are listening to this have already, um, you know, uh, have already heard of him. I started a, a, with a lot of like Tony Robbins, I started with a lot of Hay House authors with um, Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. Gabby Bernstein. Actually, Gabby Bernstein, when I first heard her speak, I yeah. walked out of there. I went to this conference with my mom and I told her I'm opening up my own business. So mm-hmm. I, I, I really have just have just I, I mean, 
every different coach, every different therapist, every different speaker has has given me something. And I don't follow them as much anymore as I used to because I, I've shifted and I've grown and I've upgraded. And I'm, I'm so grateful for the tools that they have given me. But um, somebody that's very present in my life and is a, a I think is a magnificent teacher is uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. I I love his his teachings and I, I I really really love his meditations. I just came back from a retreat with him and I was just wow. I was blown away. And what was a great 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 reminder from this retreat was you get to decide. Yes, you're always making choices and you decide what you want to do. So I had been postponing getting back to my meditation practice. Yes. And I picked it up. I picked it back up because that was a very meditation focused retreat. We were meditating for hours every day. And when I came back, it was very easy for me to start meditating two hours a day, mm-hmm. one in the morning, one in the evening. And it just feels weird if I don't meditate. It just that something is off. So I make sure that whenever, you know, if it's a weekend or something, I'll do a 30 minute meditation, maybe an hour meditation in the morning. And if I come back a little later or, um, you know, whatever, whatever it was that I just, you know, it's just later than usual, I'll, I'll forgive myself if I don't yeah. meditate in the evening. But that consistency of every day rain or shine i am telling you that has that has given me results in my in my greedy mm, world yeah that has given me results in the world that you and i are connecting in right now so I, I i think that sometimes we we don't know where to begin but just begin yes just begin and your path will start shining yes and you'll end up exactly where you want to be or someplace even better Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Because meditation is um, an important tool. And the thing that I don't like how our society has thrown meditation around as in like you become still and you become quiet and you, you have to all these things without saying the truth. The truth of meditation is a relationship with yourself. That's why you close your eyes to go within yourself. Right. So that way you're building this relationship and understanding how you are, how you think. So you're sitting with all of you at the same time. Thoughts, worries, your heart beating, your body aches, um, anything that your soul might be asking for, the heart will allow that to come through in such a, mm, what's the word, in such a intimate space. Right, and it is important. And I, I'm, I need to reach your level two hours a day. I'm at an hour a day, um, and even I took a hiatus, a hiatus on meditation as well. Um, and it is strange when you don't, and then you come back to it. It's like coming back home, right? Coming back home to yourself, and and then being able, it, it gives you a sense of balance. What, what do you, what would you say, Adam? I just, I just think that. For me, whenever I open my eyes, it gives me the opportunity to decide who I want to be and what my day is going to look like and what my life is going to look like. So 
I am in this, I am in this space of remembering that I am worthy of being pursued by true love. And this yes. is not only in romantic relationship, mm -hmm. but also in friendship, in family. Yes. Like true love isn't just about romantic partnership. It, it's beautiful. Yes. yes, of course. But I love, love my friends. Like when whenever I, I, I spend time with them, it's just such a valuable, special moment. Mm -hmm. And when I'm present with them, when I'm just with them in that moment, it's it's so special and I can feel the connection. I can feel the love. A lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm a very verbal person. I, I love writing poetry and expressing everything through words. That's my, also my love language, but I can also feel when somebody is just loving me. And, mm -hmm. and I think that that is so special and so beautiful. And, you know, what you were saying, Claudia, like blew my mind because I literally, what, what, when I woke up in the middle of the, in the, in, of the night to pee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I literally thought that, like, I, I had a thought of meditation is going into relation into a deep relationship with yourself mm -hmm. and I was like whoa like that is totally it yes, that is it and so how amazing is it how amazing is it that I get to spend time with myself yes. the person that I'm gonna be spending yes. the most amount of time in this life yes. like I get to I get to connect with me yes absolutely beautiful and that's so important it needs to be said and heard because we obviously we both want to encourage everyone who's listening to start your relationship your self-relationship how does that look you know you you're not going to know until you get in there and close your eyes and and just start imagining what what does the inside of you look like and that's where the imagination sparks and that's where you need that is your power if, if you don't know yet and you want to know what your power is, is, it, is the imagination. And you need to exercise that a lot. And meditation really helps you exercise meditation a lot. You start building a world within yourself. How do you want it to look? Like if you were building a house for yourself, what does that look like? Where do you put things? Where are the things you love in there, right? And and every day you go in meditation, you add a little window or you add a, I don't know, a garden outside. It's not going to be constructed in one meditation set. It's going to be the relationship with yourself. And that is, and the unconditional loving aspect, you're giving that to yourself, right? So that way you, I always say like, you have to know what unconditional love feels to you, not knowing because knowing the mind wants to tell you, the ego is happy to tell you, I, I know what it is. No, it's about feeling what it is. How am I loving myself? How do I unconditionally give to myself all the time? So that way I can do that for others. Because I, I won't be able to do that for others if I don't do that for myself, right? So thank you for all that. That is truly amazing. Um, did you want to add uh, before I continue? Because I, I, I kind of felt like you might want to. I, I feel very complete. I mean, I, I, one thing that I guess I could add is I remember when I would listen to podcasts or whenever I would hear people that I admire or just someone out there be like, 
I meditate for two hours and I would be like, what? Like, how is that possible? I've never done there. Yada, 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 all these things. But truly and honestly, all it takes is just deciding, deciding that you're going to sit with yourself and deciding that even if you start with 10 minutes, that's it. Like, start building, start building from 10 minutes and notice how you feel. Notice how could you feel? Because I've never heard anyone say meditation sucks. I hate it when I meditate. <laughs> I've never ever say ever anyone say that. So you're you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Your your body and your brain may not love it at first. They are going to probably resist, and you'll hear a yes. lot of crap, like "What are we doing here? Why are we <laughs> wasting time? We're not being." we have so mm-hmm. much work da, 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 the kids this, da, da, da. and that's normal that mm-hmm. is normal I, yeah. I think that's what people don't get I think the people think that they're going to sit down be super zen and if they have all these thoughts they're doing it wrong yeah. and that's yeah. not it that is meditation yeah. meditation is the observing of the thoughts that you are having and then if you choose to attach to them then that is where the energetic, you know, you're, 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 you're putting all of that energy into those thoughts. So can you maintain the energy present here in the observer mode? Can you? And just play with it. Just experiment. Right. Just explore right. with it and not take it too seriously. Yes. 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 Be, be a kid in that. And that's also your, your inner child is going to thrive in that space, you know, when it's needing to be like, where do we, where do we do things together? Like right here in this meditation sitting right now, you and me. And, you know, again, and when you were saying what came up was uh, imagine your full day as a busy person and you have a schedule. Where in that schedule is you? Where is your meditation in the morning or in the evening or your self-care routine? Like, where are you in that daily schedule? You have to be in that schedule every day, not on the weekend or in the evenings or maybe before bed. Like, not maybes. It's like, for me, I am going to do X, Y, Z, and there's no negotiation, and this is my boundary because you are first and foremost important, so... I appreciate you um, inspiring that. Um, I I wanted to ask um, all of this unraveling for you in your life. Um, how did you decide exactly what it is that you wanted to use your divine light for? What is it? How did you want to become to service to others? Um, you know, in the beginning, I did you know mention to to the audience that you are an everything love coach and we're all curious to know like how did you lead to that how did I get um how did you even come up with that title which is extraordinary thank you I so I love love (laughs) I am obsessed with love and and you know love is 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 like life I think love is life Mm -hmm. and it's complex it's beautiful, it's devastating, it's messy, it's traumatic, it's it's magical, it's everything. And so I, I really, I don't know if I made this decision earlier in my life, but I remember making a decision when I was younger that I was just going to love and accept myself. Mm. So 
I, I have this, you know, and this is not like bashing anyone who's done any like face work or body work or anything like that. But I've just really mm -hmm. made this promise to myself, I am going to stay away from altering my face and my body. Mm -hmm. Because I really want to love myself. You know, I really don't want to get caught up in the billion dollar industry that is right. the profits so much off of women's insecurities. Absolutely. And I just, I just don't want to buy into that. Because nobody gets to tell me what real beauty looks like. Right. I get to decide what real beauty gets to look like. I get to fucking decide. And, yes. and if I think I'm beautiful and somebody tells me I'm not, that's not my problem. That's mm -hmm. not my, yes. that's actually, that's not, you know? <laughs> that's actually them feeling insecure and just mm -hmm. getting triggered by me not giving a shit about what right. other people think or by owning Absolutely. my beauty, my body, my everything. Yes. And so <clears throat> I, I really am a believer that the more we love ourselves, what you were saying at the beginning, when we truly understand that there is no good, bad, or ugly, it, it just it, we just are. Yeah, we're just always yeah. worthy because yeah. we are we are taking up space here on Earth. Like this body mm -hmm. is made of made up of energy of atoms of yes. of of uh, we we we're matter. Right, we matter. <laughs> matter matters, and so and so I I really. I really think that this was just a choice that I I made. Yeah. You know, and and I think it's I think it's very courageous for anyone who chooses to I don't want to say necessarily go against the grain, but to really stand in your truth, in yes. your body with with your mind open, willing to learn and willing to be a better human being. That's very courageous because you're constantly being told what to believe. And if you don't believe it, you're going to be exiled from society. And I say, bring it, bring it because love is, is really the only religion that I am part of. Love is really my, my spiritual journey. And, and I think, I think I've learned the different, the difference between being, and, and, and it is a very fine line between codependency and love right mm -hmm. it's it's like mm -hmm. it can be very confusing very quickly and yeah. so i really just think that when we like i said earlier when we love all parts of ourselves, we're not really judging you know whether what we are doing is right or wrong because i have i have gone into this deep dive of you know what is love Yes. What is love? Because right. it's really like, what is love? Love right. is so many things to so many different people. And the way it's represented, it's so different for everyone. That yes. I'm just like, I don't know if even if we can even define love. So when I when I, you know, um, offer master classes on, on love, or I talk to my clients, I just ask them, what is love to you? Mm -hmm. That that's, that's, that's yeah. going to be the perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You grew up in a household where love was punching and screaming. Then that's that's what you think love is. So absolutely, how how can we start healing this part that 
isn't really love, but it was just what you were raised to think love was. But you can yes. always you can always redefine your perspective and your definition of love. That is that is something that I've I've learned. And you get to do it over and over and over again. You get to change your mind however many times you want. There's no right or wrong. And and you know, I love the phrase love is love. Because it is, mm -hmm. it, it, love just is love. It's, 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 it can be very hard to explain, but it's, but you can yeah. feel it. I think it's yes. more easy to feel love than to explain love. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, right. That's why I was saying like, it has to come from the heart, not the mind. Because the mind wants to be like, oh, I know. And it's like, no, feel into your heart and let the words just flow out. And then it'll know what to say. It just knows what to say. Um, as the Everything Love Coach, what are some of the services that you provide? So I really doubled down on my services because I just wanted to make everything super simple. I'm simplifying everything in my life right now. And so really what I offer, yeah, what I offer are one-on-ones with me. And uh, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but um, I have a master class happening tomorrow, which is Wednesday, uh, a little too soon. It's on boundaries. And these, yeah, we're going to do an, when I say we, I'm doing this with another coach who's a friend of mine. She's amazing. And we, we just have amazing collaboration. We're, I didn't know if the siren was on your end or mine because over here it's always going to. Uh, so, yeah, we decided to do three three activations. We're doing one in October, one in November, one in December, and the intention is to get people ready for the holidays because Ooh, yeah. yeah, because you can actually achieve emotional responsibility. You can actually yeah. have that. Before yes. the holiday season arrives. And yes. that is our intention. That is our goal. Mm. That is our motive. That is our drive to remind people that they can walk away from triggering conversations, that if something doesn't go their way, they can breathe and then come back to the conversation. Or we can just speak up and say, you know what? Right. We don't feel comfortable talking to you about this right now. I'm right. going to go to the bathroom right. and I need a break. Like those right. things are not wrong. And a lot of times we actually did um, an Instagram live yesterday and a woman asked, she was like, wow, I, cause I, I shared a story with that I, out of a beautiful experience that I had with my mom and she yeah. goes, wow. So you mean we can actually talk to our moms about how we feel? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like that is so yeah. like, I, I was so grateful for that question because in my brain, I would have never have thought that I can't say something to my mom. I have a beautiful relationship with my mom, but it wasn't always that way. So, right. but, but even in the darkest times, I never thought that, right? So I, um, that's what we're working on. And then in January, uh, this will be exclusive to your listeners because we haven't even announced it yet, but we're going to have an eight week program about activating your sovereignty. So, oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just got chills. I'm like, yes, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I got chills over here too. Yeah, it was, it, it's a very intentional process. 
and mm -hmm. it's going to be really awesome if you do all three master classes at the end we we um as a bonus as like a thank you for believing in us and in you right. we right. we discount whatever amount you've already paid from right. the actual eight week program so Beautiful. you're already investing you've already invested in it if that's what right. you what you truly Absolutely. desire so yeah. um yeah obviously depending on um uh, whatever whatever you're looking to to have in your life mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. i'm i'm open and 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 willing to to support you if if i'm able to do so and if not i can always refer um, amazing coaches amazing people that i that i know and i trust so if it's not with yeah. me it'll be somebody recommended yeah. by me but i i am wow like applaud because i it's it, it's genius emotional responsibility prior to the holidays because that is when we are the most triggered when we see our family and then by the time you, you take anna's courses even though this won't be aired i won't be aired until november but i'm gonna help promote so that way people get ahead of it um because it really help it'll help you practice what she's saying it'll help you practice like okay, when I do say this, usually my parents or my siblings react the same way because we already know the patterns of our family, right? So it's not new. We kind of already know what happens if you switch it up. What, what happens then? Like, you'll see that as you start to change, so will they. And even if there's the one or two that won't change immediately, they will come around because what you're doing is loving yourself and in return loving them by doing this work. Right? So that, I'm just like, wow. And then the sovereignty one, I mean, I'm all about sovereignty. <laughs> like, I will be talking about it till I'm blue because it's so important to be sovereign when the world is trying to own you in so many ways. And it's so important. So I think that that's a great lead up to having that, that action movement within yourself, having the practice. And if you feel compelled to be ready and kind of let go of all this old programming because that's what she's basically trying to teach you the sovereignty of you are the one who gets to program yourself not externally and you get to find that wow that's really beautiful Anna. really 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 impressive amazing i i'm again still chills because that is as you know so needed we've had so many beautiful conversations about um life and and where we are individually and um i'm eternally grateful for you reaching out because immediately as you know in our conversation that i was like wow i found another sister and i say sister as a star not a sister uh, as a star seed a sister like you're another sister and i was like that <laughs> i love that i love that yeah so i was just like wow yes definitely and you know i i tried to come back i had another recording with a woman that will be heard before yours but i i got hit by a car recently and so i took that as like a slowdown to re to reconstruct everything that i already built right it's not like i need to scrap it it was just like okay maybe there that was because I have changed so much since creating Presently Aki two years ago, I really sat with that slowdown and I was like, you know, maybe I need to redo not 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 my energy, but the approach here in the podcast and then also the approach of how to teach the children, right? So these are the things, I'm just bringing that up because sometimes we don't know why things happen and we want to blame others or or 
playing the victim. I come in back full circle and instead just kind of take it back, be that observer. And I think that's another one that people need to um, have the awareness. What does the observer feel like for you? What is observation? When you do nothing and there's no thought, it's just how it is and you just, just watch it. That's you. You're watching yourself. No judgment, self-compassion, self-empathy, um, which, you know, this is what Anna is teaching, that empathy when you surrender all of the control, when you see the rawness and no one can tell you how beautiful you are, only you can. When you fully accept that part of you. So I, I am, again, in deep gratitude for you coming in and, and sharing what you have in store for anyone who's willing to join this beautiful journey. Um, because, again, as I always say, like the people I bring on to the show, we're here for you. We're here for each other, too. But we're here for you because we're, we, we, have, we have done a lot of work a lot of internal work and we have such deep empathy and compassion to to everyone who's just starting on their journey we know how hard it is and not that it's going to get easier but you start the love right yourself love makes it easier because now you get to be having fun with all these explorations of you yeah yeah and i think i think that just remembering that life is a paradox it like for me this this does feel easier because i know i know that it's i'm gonna bounce back but the process still feels like having a fever you know like shedding all the layers and just like all the gunk and all this stuff so it's it's beautiful and it's and it's it's fucking hard sometimes because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I mean there has to be an outlet that feels fun. You know, I, right. I came home the other day with all these emotions and I was like, what do I do with this? I wrote three poems and after that I was done. Right. And it was beautiful because I found an outlet. So I, I realized that my frustration, my 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 feeling of impotence, my just like the, all these feelings that I feel like I have no control over, my anger, my frustration. I was able yeah. to do something fun with them. I was like, ooh, yes. cool. That was awesome. Yes. That was the way of transmuting things. So how yes. can you start getting better at transmuting all of these emotions that you don't want to be stuck right. in forever? Because I don't want to be angry right. all the time. I don't want to be sad right. all the time. Yes, of course, they're they're great igniters. They're great, uh, you know, uh, messengers. But I don't want to live yes. in that energy all the time. So, right. so you you right. do learn how to move quicker out yes. of those emotions right. if you practice. Yes, yes, if you practice, right? And transmutation for those that are listening that may not be aware, it's a form of alchemizing, right? Lead into gold. So now you have let's say anger, and that's your lead. How do I turn that into gold? And she did it with poems. So that's what transmuting is. And also feeling the feeling. Don't push it away. And Because if you push it away and you don't deal with it, then there's you can't make gold because you just stuffed it into the back of your mind or somewhere that isn't being exercised out of you um, in a healthy way. And that's what these outlets are for, whether it be art, music, gardening, whatever it could be cooking it could be anything it could be all of them but it's just depending on the mood that you're in and how you want to just release it once you felt and let it go through and you understand why that happened 
okay, how do I make gold? What do I put this out now? And I think artists, uh, like real artists, uh, sculptors, and when we go to museums, I've always thought about them in that way. I'm like, wow, they're just, this is all their feelings. And we're admiring their feelings. It's truly remarkable. Yeah. And, and uh, you, you're, again, sister for life. Um, my platform is your platform. You know, if you have um, after January, if there's something new that you're working on, you're always welcome to come back. We're happy to converse with you. Um, now that we all gotten to know you, um, we don't have to go through the whole discovery. <laughs> we can just talk about and promoting you because that's what this is about. It's about building a community and just verbalizing um, the beautiful work that we all encompass. And, you know, because there are so many people out there that are looking for you, right? And so this is what this is about. So. Um, you're always welcome back and I look forward to you know releasing this and like again you've brought back some life into me and uh, just reminding me this is why I do this like I understand again like yes so gratitude you're beautiful so beautiful oh so beautiful gracias Beja it's just been amazing any last words for the audience before we go yeah, I, I want to tell them something that I constantly tell myself, and this is, you can't fuck it up. There's absolutely mm -hmm. nothing that you can do that will mess up anything, because this is it. This is, this is it. This mm -hmm. moment. Not when you yes. get your promotion, not when you buy that car, not when you start dating that person, not when you have kids, not when, not nothing so far in the future is it. This yeah. is it. And I think that's where depression and anxiety come into play. If we're living in the past, that's why we're constantly depressed. And if we're mm -hmm. li reliving our past, then that becomes our identity. So yes. really asking yourself, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be when I open my eyes in the morning? Who do I want to be? And how does that person breathe? How does that person speak? How do they behave? How do they think? How do they act? How do they feel? What do they say to themselves? So really know that wherever you are right now, it's, it's perfect. Yes. Everything, everything is, and, and, and I, it, I know it doesn't feel like it a lot of the times, but just trust that it is. Right, having that patience and that surrender into, because we, we were made out of love, right? Everything, love coach, we're made out of love. So I always thought about uh, myself in the sense, like I didn't even know about higher self then. And I thought, well, I would never disappoint myself. If I'm in charge, I can't disappoint myself. I wouldn't do that to myself. I love myself. So let's see what happens, right? So that's why all this self-love and meditation, getting to know yourself, and why it's such a staple for, for my podcast, because that's what it is. It's you, 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 right? It's just you. And, and even Anna was just always just you. Like, there's no bad, there's no ugly. There, it's just you. And the external world wants to take you apart and rip you into pieces when you are just perfect as you are. So 
Yeah, thank you everyone again for listening to today's podcast. I will be posting all of Anna's links, and I know this will be later, but if you're following my Instagram, then you'll see I'll be promoting her uh, fall classes leading up to her amazing Sovereign 2023 workshop that I am excited to hear about. And um, again, as always, as just a friendly reminder that the breath is the secret to everything everything just come back to the breath and you will be back into yourself and thank you again anna you've been just a dream besos hermosa until next time if today's episode resonated with you in any way please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aqui on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aqui. My wish for all of you is to find the courage and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness, because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret, and always lead with love.